Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. We are back. We are back. With True vocalist going to sing it. I know. I always sing the intro. I always do that when I... It's a habit. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you should come up with a, a, a song for the intro. little jingle. You know what? I don't know why. We Yes. Yes. That's I mean, true. That's, that's, that's your wheelhouse. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> You have the music. I need to sing. There we go. You're right. All right. So we'll do that for next season. Maybe okay. Making so. money in the music. No, let me stop. Oh, look at you! You already <laughs> you're ready. Let's go. All right. You know. So I'll think about it. I need some time, but um, but yeah, we're back, and um, we have a really fun guest. As we, I was before we push record, and before Dr. Smith came in the room, he and I have talked on the phone, but we've never really been able to exchange in person or video. So this is going to be. One incredibly talented guest. Yeah, we have a really, really talented guest. But before we go there, Dr. Smith. Music tip. Yes. Got a fun one today uh, for all you producers. And that's why I saved it for uh, this this episode because we got another producer coming on. So um, this is an interesting vocal uh, virtual instrument. It's Uh called Alter Ego. Um, there's actually two, and I'm sure you know producers have probably heard heard about it. But it's called Alter Ego. It you can type in a phrase, and it and when you play the notes on the keyboard, it will sing those words. And uh-huh. it is a um, it's very computerized, so it's like a computer, almost like auto tune type of voice. Yeah, I was gonna say it should sound quite yeah. auto tuny. It's auto tuny. Um, they have like different voices, males, female, whatever, whatever. Um, so it's actually pretty cool though. You can add vibrato, you can make it legato, staccato. It's pretty cool. I showed it to my class. Kids were freaking out. I'm like, um, you know, I'm biased because now everybody gonna yeah, make a song of course, or they are making but, their songs. Oh, they're already making songs. They've I know, already been purely hit off of this thing. I know, um, I know. but the other tip is like a double tip today. The other thing on the other side of that is another program called Vocal Lloyd. And if you can you can buy it. Um, I think it's like two hundred some dollars, and you can create your own vocal virtual instrument with your oh, voice. With your voice. With your voice. So you okay, can that's actually better. create. There you go. I knew. The, I knew you would appreciate that. <laughs> so you could put put your voice as a virtual instrument, and it, it's you know it takes uh-huh. some setting up because you got to create all the nuances of your voice and sort of program oh, wow. it. But you can create your own virtual instrument of your voice, and if you don't feel like singing today. Yeah, just play the just notes in. Suck it out know. on a keyboard. What is you said is vocal lord? Vocal Lloyd. Uh, L O I D. Yeah, vocal Lloyd. Oh, vocal Lloyd. Okay. Yep. So two two instrument vocal virtual instruments um, tips for y'all today. More ways to make singers lazy. No, I'm just playing. No, I'm just saying. But no, no. That you know, I think that would be good for like demoing stuff and yes, you know, yes, for yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Today's podcast is brought to you by Banzoogle. 
from garage bands to Grammy winners, Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Bandzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team. Not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month. And includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days. And be sure to use our promo code, MAKINGMONEYPOD, to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, Making Money Pod to get 15% off the first year. Thank you. You Well, I'm going to let you introduce our guest today. Okay. Well, (laughs) this illustrious guest we have coming (laughs) with us today is uh, a buddy of mine, not just my line brother, but he's a good buddy of mine. He's also a music fraternity line brother, and uh, he has done some amazing things in music, continues to do amazing things in music, and um, just an all-around good guy, uh, you know, just the, the the nicest cat in the room, you know what I mean? <laughs> One of those type of, type of dudes, always smiling, makes you laugh, that type of guy. So, uh, yeah, he's he's graced us with his presence this morning. Introducing Will Key. Thank you, sir. Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have two Wills today. Yes. Yes. So we're going to say Will Key. Uh And you know, where there's Uh a Will, there's a (laughs) 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 Will. Okay, anyway, that was cheesy. But no, welcome, Will. I'm so. Yeah, it's really good to have you on on our podcast. And um, I've wanted to have you on for a while now. And it's, you know, we we go through our files and like, oh, we got to. And I'm like, okay, I've got to pitch now. So I'm so glad we were able to figure this out because I know we had to arrange our schedules a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So glad to be here. Thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're in L.A. So I know time. Was, actually, you have a little bit more time. It's 10. 10. Yeah, he's awake now. As we're recording. You should be awake <laughs> maybe not but if you could just maybe introduce to our audience some people may not be familiar with you just how you would um label yourself as an artist what you do and then we we allow our artists to tell their story a little bit just give us um a synopsis of your background and how you got to to where you are yeah absolutely so i'm you know right now currently i am doing my fifth solo album so wow. we just finished recording that. That's coming out on the 28th, and I'm excited about that. But um, sonically and musically lately, I've been all about kind of getting back to organic instruments, you know, getting back to, like, playing real instruments instead of samples and things like this. Um, 
really focused on the vocal, focused on the the soulfulness of the song. I'm into that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I'm doing um, kind of a mix of jazz, R&B type of sounds, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. kind of been my school for the last, at least the last couple of albums. So it's kind of like a throwback, but with some new pieces, you know, some new exciting nice. you know, things, things mixed in. But I started out as just a straight up musician. Like before I started writing, before I, you know, started getting into the studio side of things, I was just playing, you know, bands and doing that kind of thing. And then I got into studio production, which kind of got me interested in writing, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then I kind of fused my production studio chops with my writing. And that's kind of how my, my artistry was born. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Go, go back a little further yeah. to the, uh, <laughs> to the pre-Howard days. Okay. Um, the interest in music, how did, yeah. how did that, that get yeah. started? So the, the thing with that, I come from a whole family of musicians, right? Oh. So my grandfather played, my mother played, my great grandmother played. She was actually oh, the wow. first. Yeah. So long line of musicians. She was actually the first um, professor at uh, Kentucky State of Music. You know, so it goes way back. Oh, wow. Like way wow. Back. Yeah. And my grandfather actually played with Cab Calloway, and, you know, back in the day. And they used to actually have... Um, they were kind of the house, like when you came through Kentucky, and Lena Horn, uh, what's the boxer's name? The older school Joe, musicians. Joe, Joe uh, uh, Jack Johnson. Yeah. Oh. They used to come, yeah. not Jack Johnson, it was another one, Joe Lewis. Joe, Joe Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, Joe, Joe Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. used to come through, and that was the house to stay because a lot of places uh, on the road would not allow right. you know, exactly. African Americans stay. So uh, right. my grandfather's house was one of the places. So yeah, a long line of musicians. Uh, watch my mother play, watch my grandfather play. I, I had no choice. Now, I was never forced, you know what I mean? I was never mm-hmm. forced, which is cool, but there's no way I wasn't going to be a musician. Yeah. 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 And so when you say play, primary instrument is piano, just yes, for people. That was, that was to, my first instrument. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you play other instruments? And if Absolutely. so, okay. Yeah. If you could share with us and how yeah. that even. Yeah, so definitely started on piano, like even from a little guy. And then uh, as I got into school, you know, playing in school bands, I started messing with the flute a little bit, Uh, lost my flute and had to get on drums, right? So, you know, the only only instrument that... You lost your instrument? so small, you know. (laughs) So I lost my flute, had to get on drums, and and found out I was pretty good on drums. You know, so I played drums all through school. I could play drums. I uh, picked up the bass a little bit, and also uh, guitar, which I actually been late... Yeah, lately I've actually been playing more guitar, seems like, than piano. It just seems like the way it's flowing. Yeah, my vision of you is on guitar. That's just yeah. the the yeah. picture I have of you. Yeah. 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 yeah so so talk talk to us about the the Howard days. Oh and my I think god. I'll, I'll, I'll HU, chime in. we have another HU, HU family yes. on. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. HU. Yeah. <laughs> that so, you know everything everything about Howard, man. Everything about Howard. Absolutely love those times. You know, it was just a magic time. I mean, when we were there, I, just, I guess yeah, every, when everybody goes, they feel like their time was magic. But I really, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, yeah. I, I really feel like that time we were there was magic, man. So many, you know, great players. Chris Day was there. You know, mm-hmm. like just that that moment. Uh, the line brother Raymond. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah Raymond. Raymond Avery, you know, yeah. like, like just incredible yeah. time. Uh, to be at Howard and then I was blessed enough to be um, on sound because the other thing that I do is audio you know like mixing and engineering I was blessed while I was at Howard the whole time 
I was able to do um, mixing for the live shows over at Crampton Auditorium. Mm. So that was a whole, you know, like training ground of like different, uh, you know, different uh, theater shows coming through, musicians coming through, having to adjust. You know, it was just an incredible time to learn. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, so, I mean, this is because it's funny. I think people, when they come from families who are musicians, it's just very natural. It's very fluid. It's like, yeah, I know. I just, I play the bass. I play the guitar. I play drums. I just, you know, I just do it. It's like, no. Those of us who don't necessarily, I mean, that, I think that's, that, that's, that speaks, you know, a lot of volumes mm-hmm. to, to gifts and so forth. Have you always, once you got to Howard and so mm-hmm. forth, was it always like music? That's, that's, that's yeah. it. That's all I uh, want to yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For as long as I can remember, nothing else sparks me up like that. There's nothing else that gives me that, you know, that joy. It's it's an absolute calling like that. There's nothing Mm. else I want to do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, then I have a follow up question to that then, because, Mm -hmm. you know, the music industry is not for the faint at heart. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, no. That was said politely. Said yeah. politely. <laughs> so this yeah. is a common question we ask our guests. Yeah. You know, so once you left, you know, the the safety net of Howard mm-hmm. and start, how did you begin your career mm-hmm. where you actually could make an income? And, and yeah. So yeah. yeah. So the initial thing was to go to the audio because I was kind of like I said I was doing the Cramden thing. So the audio was kind of paying me already. So I really went and opened up a recording studio. And I started uh, recording local artists and I started mixing and, you know, doing that kind of thing, pretty much working the audio side of things until I met enough serious artists uh, that I started to be able to kind of write for them or either Mm -hmm. produce for them. And then I started kind of inserting my own, you know, songs. And then I was like, I really want to do this more (laughs) than, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. More than I want to like just be stuck behind the board. So I transitioned to doing that. And that was a process, you know, that was, it took some doing, it took some, you know, some knocks and pings. <laughs> <laughs> knocks and pings for real. Yeah, yeah. That, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. De- definitely. So, so when you started your, your own studio, um, mm-hmm. how, I want to think some people who are do- trying, interested in doing that, they would mm-hmm. like to know some, some of those details. How did, how did you get started with that? And, um, how did you, you know, initially get the fir- the funding to right. get all the gear? Right, right, and, right. And then when you set it up, how did how did you you set that up? And did you yeah. have security? You know, all that other stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Lots of creative creative things going on there. So I, I, what I did was when I got my first uh, commercial property, I went and rented a building at the Masonic uh, Lodge. They had a, mm. so, a small little side spot. My dad was actually a mason. Okay. And so he had kind of a kind of an end with the little hookup, yeah, the hookup, mm-hmm. and they gave me like relationships. Reduced, That's, yeah, you tell people relationships. the relationships. Yep, yep. yep and yep. so they had this dope little spot, um, just just big enough, for, you know, a control room and a vocal booth, you know, mm-hmm. just big enough to get it, you know, get it going. And I went into uh, promotion mode. I literally mm-hmm. went out passing out flyers. I was sticking them on cars. People were calling me mad for, you know, like, <laughs> I'm trying to get the word out. Please go to my studio. I'm putting ads in newspapers. I remember wow. this. And uh, it's just enough business would come in, just enough to cover the rent that month. Just, yeah. you know what I mean? Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and, and every little dime I got, I would re- reinvest back in the gear. So 
So if I got mm-hmm. a really nice session, somebody paid for you know a couple of days in the studio, I would take all of that money, go out and buy some nicer speakers. And I just kept yeah. doing that. And pretty much for the first two or three years, I was breaking even, but yeah. I was getting I was getting gear. Right, right. right. And then the third let third year hit, and I did a project. It was like I don't know if you guys remember Master P, the whole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 Master yeah, P. Yeah, yeah, uh, we know Master P. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Master P was hot, and I did a project that was really similar to that, and that had similar artwork or whatever from, for an artist, and it blew up. Mm. And from that, I learned that word of mouth is everything, because from that yes. one project, you know what I'm saying, um, it took off. And then yeah. it, it really did well. So for a good stretch of years there, it was it was profitable. Good. Nice. Good. Nice. Yeah. And, and you're you're based in L.A. And that's mm-hmm. another, you know, it's it's not cheap to be in L.A. Yeah. No. Not at all. <laughs> doing, you know, doing this yeah. now that you're kind of I guess maybe you can explain a little bit more currently, like when you look at your time and you look at mm-hmm. engineering versus actually just doing your own project versus one of the things we're really um trying to forecast or spotlight for artists right now, given everything going on mm-hmm. is the importance of different streams yeah. of, of oh, income yes. and of, you know, not just doing one thing, like you're going to have to. So maybe if you could kind of share with us, what are those different streams? Yeah. What do you spend the majority of your time? Mm-hmm. How do you make this so that you can survive? Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the music game, I think more than any other game, just requires, you know, a diverse amount of things. You've got to diversify your portfolio. And one of the things that I do for sure is uh, teach. So mm-hmm. I teach a couple of music production courses at uh, LA Film, which is really right. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also do uh, a church production where lately we've been doing a Zoom type of uh, type of thing. I produce a, a, a um, video for them each week. And then mm-hmm. in addition to that, I'm doing my own artistry, right? So I'm working mm-hmm. on my, right? Now, the thing that works for me, and this might work for some other folk, is I use a time blocking, right? And I find this really helps. You know, I say, listen, I got so many hours in a day. This is my time for producing or whatever I'm going to do. This is my teaching time. Mm-hmm. And this, it sounds simple, but it's very important to, for me to stick to my block. Because yeah. I can get, you know what I mean? Because if I spend too much time on one block, the other pieces suffer, you know, so yes. I, yep. to keep things, mo- yeah, to keep things moving forward and to feel like I'm getting a lot done, I block out the time and I stay, I try to stay strict to that. And the stricter I can stay, the better it, it is. I think it really works mm. to have a dedicated time, you know, for everything. Right, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. I, try. Well, I was going to say, said, <laughs> I, mean, I, try. <laughs> I, I, I try to stick to my time blocks. Yeah, I try. But, uh, but Lord, yeah, I, I get into zones, man. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'll, I'll just be zoning in on one yeah. thing and like a pit bull yeah. and then look up and I've just <laughs> ate up another block, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm, you're probably way better at that than me. But but I, I, I do the same thing. I actually have an Excel spreadsheet of oh, yeah. what I need to be doing at certain times. And yeah, yeah I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I mean, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big time manager too. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I have kids, so, you know, family life, which I'm going to get, I know you're married. So mm-hmm. there's, there's that other part of life. Will's mm-hmm. married, you know, you mm-hmm. got to block out the appropriate time mm-hmm. to live and, yeah. and be human. 
Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I really hope listeners understand that. Um, Cause I, 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 social media kind of drives me a little, well, I always talk about this, how it drives me crazy. Cause I, I'm getting so many artists who want to just do one thing or who, you know, I just want to sing. I just want to yeah. play. And I'm like, yeah. this isn't the reality of what the music industry actually is. Mm -hmm. And so while you are, you may see this artist on their IG doing one thing, I promise you, right. <laughs> I promise you that right. there is multiple things. So I, I think with your having your background in the engineering, um, you know, it, it gives you, it gives you a lot of room yeah. to, to, to do various things. And then mm -hmm. the teaching, you know, pieces mm -hmm. is really huge. Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself and then, well, I'll let you ask questions. Do you see yourself <laughs> staying in these spaces or do you like actually have a different kind of space you're going you know, toward? I, I really do love teaching. So the teaching aspect, I really do think I'll keep a piece of that mm -hmm. always because I really love that. I love giving back. I love talking to the younger producers and staying connected with that because it's more than just me teaching them. It's also keeps me abreast of everything that's mm -hmm. new. You know what I mean? It keeps keeps me connected to, to what's happening. I always like their ideas. So I think I'll teach as long as I can. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, and as we're working on this new project, I'm moving into more of a live show space. I want to do more oh, live shows and more performing because I think I've neglected that a little bit. I've always been producing, always doing the studio thing, but I actually want to, um, I'm just kind of itching to get back on the stage a little bit more. So mm -hmm. I think I will pick more up with that and maybe some of the other things will, will, will die down a little bit more. Nice. Cool. Nice. Well, I got a couple uh, fun questions. Okay. <laughs> uh, first one is, who are some of your favorite producers? Ooh, mm. producers. Man, I the first person that comes to mind is, is Rick Rubin. Just okay. because, you know, see, Rick Rick is what I call a transparent producer, mm -hmm. meaning that, like, if, if you didn't know Rick produced the track, you might not know. Because mm. it's not like he's putting a stamp on it, like a Timbaland, mm -hmm. which I love. I love Timbaland, too. Mm -hmm. But... Timbaland, every beat he does, I know it's Timbaland. Right. Yep. Whereas, whereas Rick really gets into the artist. And for me, like when I'm producing the artist, that's what I like to do. I like to see what the artist is about. Mm. I'm not trying to put my stamp on it. I'm actually prefer to Bring draw out what's, what's yeah. good about them. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I really like, you know, Rick Rubin. He's definitely one of my favorites. Like dope. Just awesome. dope. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. second one is who are some of your favorite musicians? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You know what? Like we could that could go all so long. You know, let me let me try to get to the recent people. You know who really impressed me, like who really blew my mind, and a lot of people might not realize it. Um, hiatus Coyote, man. Oh you my God. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're they're on another they're on another sphere. I really love that stuff. You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just, you know, it just it reached me in a new way. I guess for for me, they were one of the artists that uh felt the most original to me over the last mm -hmm. few years. They mm -hmm. just had some organic thing that was really working for me. Um I already who, know your your other favorite musician. I already, you already know. I already know. You already know. You already know. Oh, he's, cool. a, he's a diehard Prince fan. I already yeah, know. Yeah, that. Oh, that's right. And I, that's I, I, I picked up yeah. on that. Yeah. 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 Like without hard. question. Yeah, without like question. Hard. Without question. <laughs> like, yeah, no How doubt. can you not be though? Like, I don't understand, especially as musicians. Yeah. No, there's there are levels to Prince fans. Like right. there are levels. <laughs> right. And right. he's on that other level. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? 
So, <laughs> I mean, I'm on a level. I'm definitely on a level when it comes to Prince, and I. Yeah. Well, we won't like make the whole show about Prince, yeah. but yeah. but I, I I remember you played um on your on the piano. You did a just a really quick thing. Um, oh God, was it last his birthday? Maybe yeah, last year? It, yeah. or not his birthday, yeah. but it was either his birthday or his death. Yeah, stage. past the anniversary. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. Yes, Prince. no doubt. Yeah. And speaking of that, just so you know. We just got word that uh, Jill Jones, you guys know Jill Jones? Jill Jones is yeah. one of uh, uh-huh. She uh-huh. is actually going to be on this uh, my new album. Oh, wow. just Just got word two days ago. Oh, so, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. See? Yeah, Manifest, yeah. energy, yeah. bring all that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome. All right, well, you got another question. You got it. Oh, are I, there I, more I musicians? Are there more musicians that... Oh, so many. Different? You know, so many. I mean, I like, like as far as jazz pianists, I like a cat named, you know, Brad Meldow. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really nice, you know, pianist. Uh, there's so many. There's another group out called Moonchild. I, I like yes. that. They're, they're, don't you feel yes. me? You know, that yeah. kind of vibe. There's so many. Like, yeah. Yeah, Moonchild and Hiatus, they're in yeah. that same innovative... Um, yeah. I think Hiatus is... They push the envelope even more, but, but Moonchild and actually, you know, attempting, I've been talking to Amber, who is the lead vocalist for um, Moonchild to get Mm -hmm. on the podcast because they are definitely, yeah, yeah, really dope. uh, What's your, your DAW of choice? Man, I (laughs) check this out. My flow is, my flow is logic for creating, right? All my creating and pro tools for the mix and edit. That's okay. been my flow for years. For years. You know, I, okay. I love the way Logic is set up for a creative mode. Like when I'm in, just want to catch some, you know, quick ideas. But when it's time to like get serious and compress and mix and mm-hmm. you know do do the engineering hat, Pro Tools. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Reason dude all the way. Reason, like, straight I do, up. I do everything in Reason, like everything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> everything. Like mix, mix master, and, really? create, mix, master, produce everything. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just it just makes sense to me. I don't know. I mean, okay. I used to be on Cubase, um, and you know, I, I worked. I've worked in logic. I teach logic at the school. I teach. Okay. I don't teach the Pro Tools class, but I have Pro Tools. I, I know okay. how to work it. Yeah. But uh, I, I I don't know, man. It's just the mental flow of how with the racks. Just yeah. everything works for me. Okay. And uh, it's quick. Bam, boom, done. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's easy. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't hear too many people talk about reason. So that's yeah, that's they sleeping. They sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just sleeping. I was gonna say the battle is always between logic and Pro Tools. So that was a nice. You kind of balanced them both. Yeah, yeah. Of, of what? Yeah. What, what's your What's your favorite VST? Oh man, you know what? Uh, okay, so you know. hold on a minute. Uh-huh. Well, oh, v- some people this is a, are this is a production and don't interview know DAW. Uh, v- don't know okay, DAW is Digital Audio Workstation, and we already named the main ones. Yes. Uh, VST is a virtual studio instrument. Mm-hmm. And um, those are, so if you're not up on the terms or if you're not up on the software, Google it and you'll get some knowledge and you'll start yeah. to learn some things. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, so what, yes. So what's your yes. favorite VST? Yeah. You know what ends up on most tracks, what I just love, seem to use on almost everything, is that Omnisphere, man. The Omnisphere. I've heard a lot of people like Omnisphere that. Omnisphere 2.6 yeah. is dope. And I will co-sign on that Alter Ego, the Alter yes. Ego you mentioned mm. earlier. Dope. I already used it on a track on my last album, Summertime. Dope. Ah. See? Yeah. Okay, so it's he dope. gave the... Yeah. All right, so yeah. that was good time. It's that. easy, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll it's give fun. you that. 
<laughs> Those were fun questions. You're right. Those were fun. So now I'm going to go back to the heavy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we've been asking all our guests this, you know, mm. obviously we were not going to ignore that we're in a pandemic, you know, right yeah. now, yeah. Um, even though we're, you know, we're inching, we're inching mm-hmm. to some of a little bit of the other side of things, but mm-hmm. um, two questions. Uh, first is just how did you cope during, you know, oh, yeah. this whole COVID uh, the past year? I'll yeah. start with that. Yeah. Okay. So that was kind of actually easy creatively because I was in the middle of doing the album uh, when the pandemic hit. We were actually in Rio, Brazil. When we got to, like the official word, you got a word, man. Like we almost oh, didn't wow. make it out of Brazil. Say, like we, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we were almost wow. stuck. In, yeah, like like that. And that the, the worst. Al- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we got out just in time. But I was already pretty much um, in creative mode, and I had done like 90 percent of the album. So it was kind of easy to then just kind of go into hibernation mode, go in the studio, wow. and um, and start working. Like a lot of artists, I think a lot of artists just went went into the um you know creative mode and so that part was not too bad as far as like just being able to create and everything and i think now though coming out of the pandemic uh we're going to have a glut of people wanting to perform i think we're going to have you know it's going to be kind of saturated so i think we're going to have to get yeah creative with you know maybe venues maybe some non-traditional venues maybe some different things because things are going to be so uh intense i think we're going to have to Yeah. yeah Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, that's you brought up a good point about things being saturated and Mm -hmm. people all like now, you Mm -hmm. know, vying for, you know, these spots or what have you. Um, Because and also, you you know, a lot of venues didn't make it through Mm -hmm. um, the pandemic. So we have, you know, the the lesser traditional maybe kind Mm -hmm. of spaces. Mm -hmm. So I think you're right in saying, you know, this for musicians to start thinking about things in non-traditional spaces Mm um one of the things that i and maybe i can hear you guys opinion on this um i was just tagged on one of the social media things about how hospitals um how musicians performing actually at hospitals Mm. um is becoming or something that they want to start pushing more and and getting nurses and doctors yeah well and yeah because i think what people finally saw in this pandemic Obviously, you saw the health side, the, the, right. the stress that right. hospitals, you know, are under their employees, their staff, family, people who are there waiting on loved ones. And then you saw the relief that music provided, you know, yeah. when people yeah. did these live streams or DJ yeah. Nice, you know, D-Nice, all that mm-hmm. kind of really mm-hmm. showed how. Um, so, so our, you know, I don't know what you guys think about that in terms of that kind of setting or other settings that musicians maybe need to be thinking about that we haven't. Yeah. I really like that. I'm open to that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good, and others, you know, house concerts, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe doing some house concerts, that kind of thing. Vaccinated people. Yeah. 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 uh, yeah, I I think it's a supply and demand thing. I think Mm -hmm. you, you actually brought up some key points. Um, The fact that a lot of key venues have closed, um, is creating a, a big uh, gap and a, and a demand that's going to be a rush that pe- that the venues that did stay open, they're yes. going to be making money like paper. They're going right. to be printing money right. because yeah. everybody wants to see live music. Right. And if you are, your venue survived, people are going to be flooding right. your venue. Right. You're going to have sold out concerts for months. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. even matter the artist. Yeah. Because people yeah. just want to come out and hear people. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think just, you know, encouraging, um, and, and this is why it's so, you know, important to be flexible and to be thinking outside of the box, mm-hmm. you know, at all times because of the whole, the virtual space is not really moving. I don't think, I think it's going to still always be an element. So yeah. I think musicians have an opportunity, you know, when you have virtual conferences or people have virtual workshops or, you know, be promoting saying maybe you could be the music for their virtual, you know, sure. situation, or maybe you yeah. could be the soundtrack for, yeah. um, you know, things. So yeah, just some things to think about yeah. in the post COVID oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, space. And especially yeah. you, because you said you're wanting to get back into mm-hmm. more of mm-hmm. the live. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I have another it's... question, but I'm going to let Will go. Okay. Oh, well. Oh, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I could turn this into a conversation because I hadn't talked to Will in a long time. Well, and, I know. Uh, it's, it's, I know. it's been a whole, whole lot. Like I asked him about his family, you know. Well, I was going <laughs> to ask about um, how you balance all that you're doing with your family life. Because yeah. um, I think this is, you know, May is Mental Health Awareness mm-hmm. Month and musicians' mental health, I think, is finally starting we're starting to talk about that a bit more yeah. um, other than just drug addicts. I mean, I think yeah. that's the only time we would, you know, we hear. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. How are you? I, I mean, you can bring in family or not with this, but how are you, uh-huh. how do you manage self-care or, you know, time with um, your family? And, and Yeah, like absolutely. You know, well, one thing I'm blessed is that my wife is also musical. So, uh, you know, okay. she sings like she can sing and uh, she is often able to be a part of what I'm doing creatively, right? Awesome. And that, that we can share that time. And then we've also gotten into uh, video production a little bit, you know, mm. doing the video mm-hmm. thing. And so uh, she she loves that and she can be a part of that, you know. Mm. And then when it comes time to, you know, parent time, I, I dial that in. Like I, I, I make sure that I spend time every week, you know, looking mm-hmm. after my parents or spending time with them. Sundays, you know, I can mm-hmm. usually a family day together. It's important to stay connected to that. T- tomorrow is not promised. And we yeah. lost a lot of people, you know, yep. during this pandemic. So I, I pull close to that and make sure that, you know, I spend time with, with my yeah. family. Yeah. 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 He, yeah no, he's a balanced I, cat. Will, I was going to say, what's Will your child? Will, Will, when's your birthday? Child to be March, March 30th. March 30th. Aries. Oh, you're an Aries. Okay. You just had a birthday. Aries are fire starters. They get stuff done. They they start and then they kind of flame on like, where's it go? But that's <laughs> no, no, that's that's good. That's that's really good. And and I think um, you know, partnering with someone who can be a part of yeah. your of your business. Yeah, I mean, I'm not telling we won't make a dating show, but I mean, I I think that people, you know. If if they're if your partner or people in your life have these gifts, this is a really good time to get them involved. If yeah. your children, yeah. you know, and get them involved in, in some of that, so that um, one they can see and appreciate what it is you do, mm-hmm. um, and then two, you know, like you said, there's there's some time in there. So, so one other together. question, yeah, mm-hmm. what uh, what are some f- philosophical uh, people, writers, you know, podcasters, Ooh. YouTubers. Oh my gosh. What, what, what are you These vibing are on? Wow. Uh, philosophically, like who, who are you checking out right now? You know what I'm saying? I, I've gone to sleep on that a little bit, but uh, <laughs> yeah, 
or, or music is music your philosophy or lyrics song uh, lyrics your philosophy I, I do get a lot from that man i really do you know like like other artists and their perspective yeah. on things you know there's a few artists that really reach me there you know what i mean gotcha. like philosophically yeah. with the lyrics and that kind of thing um that is probably my philosophical outlet right now gotcha. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. but I check, I, you know i go deep with the philosophers like when i was in school just to put a little side note on it i was deep off into that like i love me some nietzsche and some like some old school philosophers like yeah. i can get off into that so um but lately no it's been about music yeah gotcha. nice yeah. Nice, gotcha. nice, 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 nice. Yeah, well, we definitely. Oh no, no, yeah. We we get Will, we Will Yum Smith and I <laughs> get into a lot of our deep philosophical woo woo mm-hmm. spaces and yeah. and all of that. So yeah, who, who it, are you guys checking out right now? Like, is there? <laughs> well, for me, I'm. Uh, I, I've been checking out a lot. Um, I, I started on the. Uh, uh, Wayne Dyer. I'm uh, probably oh, yeah. my Wayne my, Dyer. My yeah. first, my first mm-hmm. like rea- reawakening kick started on Wayne Dyer, and then it, uh, you know, I went to Paramahansa Yoga and uh, I mean, you know, I went to all these different things. I went to Abraham Hicks okay. a lot route, um, but now uh, some of the most recent thing for me is Neville Goddard and um, Joe Dispenza. They they sort yeah, of Joe Dispenza. Yeah, Joe, Joe Dispenza is like like totally on point. Because he's scientific. As I say, he's 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 attempting to really bridge this gap. Yes. Between um, the spiritual people may think, yes, the science and this and the spirituality and and yeah, is is definitely getting a lot of of leverage in it. Yeah, you know, I I'm that weird. I mean, all those people are. I've definitely been in their spaces and checked out. But I'm way more. I guess I'm grassroots. There there are certain um, podcasts certain people who are in um, mental health and in spiritual health and that nobody probably has ever heard of, right, <laughs> but right. I, but I listen to their podcast and just, oh, just get a wealth mm-hmm. of um, just understanding and perspective. Um, so yeah, I'm more into finding who are the people on the front lines who are really helping people who are the life coaches. With people. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah who are the, and, yeah. and who are the creatives who are, you know, maybe more than their music, who are, you know, doing, you know, who really are using their gifts for healing, you know, beyond just maybe, which is really inspiring for me because that's more the direction I'm going into is practical application. Yes. How do we start getting more people who haven't been able to access um, themselves on a deeper level? How do we help them without making it scary or making yeah. it seem too abstract. How do we, how do we, and I think that's, what's nice about Joe Dispenza is that he's yes. attempting to kind of really help people understand that this isn't far from you. <laughs> this is actually right. This your process of healing and understanding mm-hmm. life and all of that is. is yeah, I think they all bring different, bigger. different things to the table. And I'll just say this real quick, the Neville Goddard piece um, growing up in the church. Uh, what he does is completely reprograms takes the dog like takes dogma by the neck and throws it out of yourself and you no longer have uh the dogmatic mm. um oppressive concept right. of what, what the church represents right you now understand it from the real idea of what it's supposed to mean mm-hmm. and yeah. it just completely washed that out of me and i and i'm like i can talk to anybody from the church yeah. now because i know <laughs> 
yeah. what the, the deeper meaning is okay. and it just completely clears it out for me. So I don't, I don't have any stress anymore about all that stuff. So that, that okay. was very helpful. I so, like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I but for we folks need to, who really need that, check that out. I was going to say, we're going to have to do another session on the church. Yeah. Check that out. <laughs> Where are we? Black yeah, people, that's, that's but, a different, um, yeah. that is, don't get me, don't get me started. Don't get me a lot started. of time on that one. <laughs> I know we're going to do that. I have one last question and then we're going to okay. let you share how people can, um, follow you and, okay. and be on the lookout for the new project, mm-hmm. all of that good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, you're in LA. And so mm-hmm. a lot of my friends, contacts, associates in LA have been kind of doing this to LA. Like they're trying to move, mm-hmm. they're trying oh, to yeah. get out. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are your thoughts about that as a musician, as an artist? Is is do you feel that like pressure or as was I not not so much pressure? I definitely feel the mood, you know, and, and it's shifted. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been here a while, uh, and it's shifted. It, it 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 at first when I got here, it was a little different vibe, but now the vibe feels kind of oppressive. Yeah. Um, a lot, yeah. A lot of the venues are doing the pay to play thing, which I absolutely uh, oppose. Like this is not yeah. that is not my flow at all. Um, and then there's a lot of laws in California that are just really restrictive. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. like a lot of mm-hmm. just basic everyday things that are kind of restrictive. The uh, housing price is through oh my roof. gosh, yeah. Like, you know, it's insane. So it's not really conducive to, it's not like it was before where, first of all, you needed to be here. Like you needed to be, because now we've got a global community. We can perform anywhere. Um, It's just kind of lost. I think it's lost. It's, um, it's outgrown its use as far as like having to be this hub. And so people go, wait a minute now, my rent is what? My, (laughs) you know, you know, and I can do this anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 matter of fact, during the pandemic, lots of my musician friends left. Lots. Of yeah. Them. I guess yeah. Yeah. my contacts, a lot yeah. of them moved and, and yeah. continue. Yeah. So I was just curious about that. And I think with the change. So because a lot of times artists feel like I got to get to L.A. Or, you know, now the newest thing is I got to get to Atlanta or I got to get, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, y'all, the world has changed so much. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what you guys just described in terms of the technology that you literally can just have um, in your room um, and, and abilities, you know, and when it comes to venues, if there's going to be more live streaming type of things and more creativity mm-hmm. of how you can perform. I just encourage people, you know, who are listening, who are musicians thinking, you know, and no poo-poo on LA. I think LA is still a special mm-hmm. place in a lot of ways. But um, I was curious from a musician's perspective mm-hmm. living in LA. Yeah. 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 Nice. That's awesome. Well, awesome. Yeah, this this went by fast. Yeah. It always <laughs> goes by so fast. It goes by so fast. If you could just share with our audience, we'll also include this in the show notes, but how can they follow you on social media? Yes, definitely check me out. Easiest way is probably just go to my website and all my socials are there. So it's www.will, that's one L, W-I-L dash K-E-Y dot com. And the brand new album is called Globetrotter Side B. And it's, yeah, it's coming out on May 28th. And we recorded that all over the world. So every song on the mm. album uh, was recorded in a different, you know, country. So I'm really Beautiful. excited. Yeah, sure. I love that. I That's love that. So you have some stuff from Brazil when you were in yes. Brazil. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Let's pray for Brazil because they're going yeah. through a lot right now. And they have yeah. such an amazing space for music, mm-hmm. yeah. um, especially when you're talking about jazz and and 
yep. soul and the African diaspora it's influence oh, yeah. in oh, that yeah. so yeah all right that's another great episode <laughs> um, this yeah. has been great and yeah. thank you again for being yeah, here thank you for coming you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Luck. Thank you. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. Best of luck with your project. I can't wait to listen. And yep. uh, yeah, keep us posted with any changes. And we do invite guests back. So don't be surprised right. if in some time you get an invitation. Love back. it. <laughs> we'll put a track on the album on the playlist when it's done. Oh, yes. Yes. yes when sir. the album comes out, we have a playlist for our podcast on Spotify. Awesome. So, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, You're welcome. All right, Dr. Smith. That's it. We'll see everybody next week. Next week. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.